we went every year on our dating anniversary. We'd go to Broken Record. We even brought yeah, our kid nice. there. Yeah, we brought our oh, kid there. They knew, like, we introduced our, our, we walked in there with a baby and, like, by the way, this baby is a product of Broken Record. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> that was Sonia Mansfield and David Tracy. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from photographers, musicians, business owners, and other San Franciscans telling stories and trying to answer the question, what is it about this place? Welcome to this special Valentine's Day episode. Sonia founded and co-hosts the Dorking Out podcast. She grew up in the East Bay, but worked in San Francisco after college. She finally found the guy, David, back in 2008. This is their story. So uh, I'm originally, well, I'm originally from, this is, a, this is a very exciting story. I'm originally from uh, Los Angeles and then uh, moved up to Northern California in high school and then, or junior high. Um, I'm a longtime Oaklander. I'm uh, 14 years in Oakland and then because of a girl, I moved to San Francisco. I was a very proud Oakland, hating on the city. We are the town. I'm a pro-town person. I'm still a very much a pro-town person. But I'm here because of Sonia, really. Romance, love. You're welcome. So yeah. before you guys met, you didn't live here? I've ne- No, I didn't live here before uh, I moved in with Sonia. That was our first, my first foray into the city. Okay. But you, and, and you moved to Oakland uh, with your family. Well, I was in the, uh, Oakland by myself. Uh, I worked at Tower Records in Berkeley on Telegraph Avenue. I went to CCAC for a little bit off Broadway, um, which has since closed. That campus, pardon? that campus is closed. It's closed. Or it's closing. It's, or yeah, and now it's CCA, which I it even CCA. that I don't like. Right. At least it's not Academy of Art. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> Uh, no, I love CCAC. I'm always going to call it CCAC. Yeah. I don't care what other people say. Well, I it, mean, arts and crafts is a thing. It was. It was a. It was the a huge. Funny. It was a movement. You yeah. have arts and crafts, homes and art and everything. But uh, yeah, so I loved, 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 loved Oakland. Loved the weather. It was. Uh, but it was. It was a nice and surprising thing to come here. And it's interesting because the neighborhoods that we've lived here. Are very Oakland-ish. I feel like we lived in Dogpatch and Glen Park. Like it's not like we're. We've always lived in areas that are kind of like. They're neighborhoody. Dogpatch is kind of an industrial-ishness to it. Used to. Now it's different, but we'll get to that. I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. And then, and then you. How did you come? So I moved here in 2008, but I grew up in Concord, and spent my whole life there. And went away to college to Chico State, and got a journalism degree. Moved back to the Bay Area once again. Just moved back to Concord because it's like what I know. I'm like I'm safe here. Everything's great. I know where the Taco Bell is. Everything's good. And the chilies. And then I started working at the San Francisco Independent, which was like my first uh, job here in San Francisco. And I just 
it's when I started to realize, like, this, oh, this is where my people are. You know, like, I, as a child, as a teenager, someone in their 20s, I actually didn't come into San Francisco that often. I occasionally came in to go to director's cuts of movies at the Castro because I'm a goober. Yeah. I'm like, they've got the director's cut, the latest director's cut of uh, Blade Runner. It's like the fifth director's cut, and I'm sure it's totally different than the producer cut. So that's kind of the only time I came in. But you went to the Castor Theater. I what? Mean, that, but you were going to the Castor Theater. Yes. And it's an awesome, awesome theater. Still. But I, but I didn't spend a lot of time doing much else in the city. Right. And then when I started working here, I was like, oh, my people are here. This is where I'm supposed to be. And so I worked at the Independent, and then I worked for the San Francisco Examiner for a little while, but I was still living in Concord. And then um, when I quit the Examiner, because I just didn't like it there anymore, let's say. Understood. um, I really missed being in the city. That was the thing. Like, I really miss being in San Francisco, so... Because you were here five days a week. Yeah, I was here, like, five days a week. I was working nights mainly, but, like, I liked being here, and I just missed spending time here, and so I kind of swapped it. So then I, like, moved to the city and got a job in the East Bay. (laughs) Because... I got to keep the world on balance. You're welcome, everybody. And where did you move in the city? I moved to the corner of Hayden Ashbury. Oh, right. Right on the corner of Hayden Ashbury uh, in a studio apartment that at the time cost $1,100, which seemed outrageously high to me at the time and now is a bargain. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I lived there for about a year, but... Maybe like eight or nine months into it, I met David, and then it became obvious that like we were gonna move in together, not into the studio. So, <laughs> <laughs> a little cramped because it's just a little crowded. He's, little bit. You guys can't see, but he's really tall. So <laughs> we had to we had to move yeah, at that the, point. The ceilings were five feet tall, and just it, it wasn't gonna work out. <laughs> it it wasn't a studio at all. It was a closet. <laughs> no, that's um that's a perfect segue. So. How did you guys meet? We were introduced by a friend. You a met, friend, yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, you met her at a wedding. Yes, right? I was in a coworker's wedding, and I was a groomsman, and she was a bridesmaid. Very, right. very time. And she Sorry, was, I have to just interrupt. Yes. You just did when Harry met Sally on your on I your did? podcast, and really? this this is your when Harry met Sally. <laughs> did it really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nice. I always, I always thought of us as more of the Carrie Fisher, Bruno Kirby type. Sure. We're like, it's like I wasn't even thinking tonight, and then we like run off and get in a cab and ditch you guys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, so a friend. But what re- really happened? So what yeah. really happened was David was in a wedding. Yes, we were set up. And you got and yeah, so she met him, and you actually had a girlfriend at the time though, and she was like, well, you know. When you're single, I know someone for you. <laughs> and then you yeah. were eventually single. Yeah, I was eventually single. And, and then... Yeah. And then we became friends on uh, Bookface. Yeah, on the Facebook. Yeah, she, like, virtually introduced us, I guess. We were asked for pictures to send to each other. Yes, and you sent me a picture of you, like, in a robe. 
Like whose robe smoking is that? Jacket. A smoking a, a jacket. Smoking jacket. I'm sorry. Looking very dramatic. Sorry, it was a super fancy holding, smoking jacket. Holding a holding a pen as if it was like a cigarette in the cigarette holder, trying to look like Cary Grant, probably. Yeah, and the picture, like, actually, the picture got me pregnant, and then we had to <laughs> we had to get married. We had to abort it. <laughs> Because we knew that would be a disgusting little baby to be to be impregnated by that picture. That's not a that sh- that thing should not exist on this earth. That's uh, a ghoulie. That's how ghoulie. That's how ghoulies are made. That's the backstory to ghoulies five. Yeah. That's the the prequel. <laughs> the prequel to ghoulies. Did the pic- yes. the picture broke the internet? It, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It got more likes than an egg. <laughs> so, she introduced us. We sent each other pictures. Um, or she sent pictures, I should say. And Do you then, still have those pictures? Yes. Can you? S- yes. Send yeah. them to I'm <laughs> modeling a company shirt. Yeah, in and one, one where you're sending. You. Yeah. I forget what pictures you saw. What pictures uh, did you see? The one of you in that little kind of shiny silver and pinkish uh, dress. Oh, a, that's a sexy dress. That's a good dress. <laughs> good job, Did Holly. you get pregnant looking at that <laughs> picture? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I yeah. also had that aborted too. That yeah. was. Yeah. That was a an expensive dress. It was a nice dress. Yeah, fooled you. I don't own a lot of dresses like that. <laughs> that was the only dress she owned. That's yeah. the only one. That's it. No. Was that the only robe you owned? That's the only robe. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the only robe you have. It wasn't even my robe. I know. Whose was it? Um, I was visiting my as I was visiting my aunt. It was my aunt's robe, actually. <laughs> But it, it's not hers. It's like a hotel that she had. Was she, it a hotel robe? No, no, no. <laughs> so my aunt he has stole all this it. weird. He stole it from someone. My aunt's in LA. She's been like in the quote unquote industry forever, and she's got this all this kind of weird collection of stuff. Like I literally was going through boxes the other day, going through the KonMari method of whatever. Of tidying up. He's, he's looking for things that spark joy. I'm looking for things that spark joy. And like, for example, like she sent me like a Christmas card that was sent to her that's from Hugh Hefner. <laughs> oh. uh, a letter from Sean Connery to somebody else, like not even to her, but she just had this letter. She intercepted she a Sean like Connery. She has a poem that, like a handwritten poem that Sean Connery wrote. That Roses are red, violets are blue. Something like. I'm James Bond, how are you? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Something probably really dirty. Something really dirty. Yeah. Like she just, as she worked for all these different production companies and like, anyway, she had all this weird stuff and one of them was this old smoking jacket and she wanted me to put it on and see I like it. to pretend it was once owned by Vincent Price. It maybe was Vincent Price's, yeah. uh, I'm Vincent Price. I'm Vincent Price. Yeah. Welcome to my show. Yes. That's my horrible, horrible Vincent Price. So she... So pictures. So pictures and then yeah. we started... Um, Instant messaging each other back when people still instant message on AIM each other. or what? no? We were on the Google Chat. Okay. Oh yeah, Google, Google Chat. Google Talk, maybe. Okay. I don't know right? what it's called. Yeah. So the first, yeah, because we we didn't even talk on the phone. We didn't talk on the phone. The first time we heard each other's voice was actually when we met in person. Yeah. So it was email. We did some email. We did some email, and then and we, we moved, Google and then chat. we graduated to chat. Yes. And it was like a whole week of just like just chatting back and forth and I thought you were so funny and like I was sharing an office with one of my I was super funny you you were 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 super funny I was sharing an office at the time with my BF now my BFF Corso and she said it was stupid like all day long all she could hear was like like me just giggling all day at like 
whatever David was like sending me chats about. Super witty stuff. So witty. Did she tell you to get a chat room? Get a chat. Go yeah. to a chat room. <laughs> she did. She's you too. She's like, fuck this. I'm gonna work from home tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Sick of this crap. Yeah. That's probably what really so happened. So you, so you at least were annoying. What were, what were you? Yeah, and you were, but you thought he's funny. Yeah. You're laughing. What did you? I thought she was cool. No, uh, that's not true. Was you were were cool? You're not cool now. Super late. We've always had really kind of funny. You can't tell here right now, but we've always <laughs> had really funny little back and forth, <laughs> uh, similar sense of humor. Yeah. And obviously, like we both like to write, and we both like to kind of play off of each other yeah. a little bit. And it just came. It was just, it was just very apparent. Even though we weren't in the same room with each other, and even though. Um, we didn't hear each other's voice. It's yeah. just kind of a natural, like, very easy It was very connection. easy. Very easy. So then we made a date to meet at the Broken Record in the Excelsior. Yes. Um, which Whose at idea? the time... What? Whose idea? Must, you picked that. Okay. Yeah. And at the time, they didn't have, like, a real, like, kitchen in the back. It was all just, like, corn dogs. And it was, like funky corn dogs basically to use the term David was using at the time so it was like alligator and boar and rabbit corn dogs and it was like game game dogs it was yeah. like whatever was, was caught on the yeah so first date bro- broken record so, so we, we're yeah, yeah and we um so we're and hearing each other's voices for the first time yeah and hearing each other's voices for the and first time and I was like time. oh how disappointing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. like hi Sonia nice to meet you <laughs> Like, do you have a filter for your voice? I do. I have a filter. (laughs) He's like Bane and... (laughs) I'm like Bane in Batman. (laughs) We picked Broken Record because it's kind of... I was living in Burlingame briefly at the time, and it was like a good midway point. Right, because that's when I was still in the hate. When you're in the hate. Yeah. And uh, we both admitted and it came over easily in chat that we're the type of people that we love a good dive bar. Love a good dive bar. Yeah. Not a dive bar that's a scene, but just a good dive bar. That's a that's a one of the things that I uh, loved about Oakland was the, the the number of dive bars you had access to. Where I just there's so many and they were so good. And there was never like when you'd go to like I remember going to the Mission and I don't know I was never cool enough to go to some of the bars in the Mission. Whereas like I just it was a far more different experience in Oakland. So. Yeah. Broken Record was kind of promoted as being like, people wrote about it like, ah, it's kind of like a dive bar, but it's not a scene thing. So we picked that place. Yeah, yeah I feel like San Franciscans, even if they know about Broken Record, it's so far away and Excelsior hard to get to. So far. So, far. so they, it's like, oh, make one trip out there. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, that was fun. And I'll go back there maybe right. in some years or it probably still is not a scene. Like, I think it's probably, it's probably like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was ever a scene it's... other than the restaurant in the back, and now the restaurant in the back isn't a scene anymore. It's either, back to so. Caribou Hot yeah. Dogs or whatever. They tried to copy and capture the magic of what the Ricky Bobby people did, but it's just it's not as yeah, it good now. It was yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah. Because we used to go... Well, we went every year on our dating anniversary. We'd go to Broken Record. We even brought yeah, our kid nice. there. Yeah, we brought our oh, kid nice. there. Inter- they knew, like, we introduced our, our, we walked in there with a baby, and, like, by the way, this baby is a product of Broken Record. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> 
free drinks for the free drinks for the kids. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, it's not the first baby, probably. Yeah, probably not. Like we went, we'd go like we'd we go li- to the we lie to them and say he was conceived in the bathroom, yeah. so that we could get free drinks. <laughs> we went to the dog show, and then after the dog show at the dog palace, we went or the cow palace, we went to Brooklyn yeah. Record and brought the baby with us. So that night went well. It sounds like. Let's no. go back to no. No, oh, no, yeah. it, did, no it did go. Uh, it was a really good date, right? It like, was a really good date. It like was kind it was of one funny. of those like we ordered funky sausages and our. <laughs> we have a funky our, sausage story though. So David was like, "I'm gonna order the sausage and you get the beer," and I was like, "Sure." So I go up and I get the beer and he's gonna get the sausage and he's like, "I didn't know what to get because they're all so weird." Like, so I just guessed and got like normal ones. And I was like, well, what what are they? And he lists them all. He's like, it's like rabbit and alligator and boar and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I've literally had all of that because my dad travels all over the world and kills animals. So I've already had all that stuff. Probably not in corn dog form. No, that would have been different. (laughs) Turtle dog or whatever. But it really was like one of those dates where a turtle dog. Mm, Turtle dog. It's the next thing. That was also David's nickname in college. Turtle dog. Super weird. What up, T-Dog? Um, no. But it was one of those no. dates. Erin's shaking her head no. No, no, it's no. a no. It was one of those dates where, like, I couldn't believe, it was like last call. And I was like, holy shit, like, the date's over. Yeah, like, time flew. Because we were just talking about all kinds of stuff. And, and that was just kind of it. Made out by the car afterwards. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did the make out by stuff. the car afterwards. But okay. that was like... I don't know for you, but for me, I was like... That's usual. That's the usual. That's no, the I mean, seriously. That's every day. No, like, that's what's, like what's every... special about No, that? for oh, me, look, like every Friday. Fucking every Friday. I'm like, that's, whatever. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. For You're not was, special. For me, it was... For you, it was really it had special. Been years. It had been years. <laughs> years. I was kissing my pillow. No. <laughs> He was a virgin when we met. Yeah. He was a virgin, you I guys. I still am, though. That's a bummer. It's such a weird yeah, we thing. We have a child, so I don't get it. We're frozen. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. thaw out a little bit. Um, my sister all the time would tell me, like, when you meet the right person, you'll know. And I was like, whatever. Like, that's some, like, romantic comedy bullshit, right? And... I was dating before I met David, lots of online dating, like OkCupid and all that. So it was before like Tinder and all that stuff. So, and I would go on these dates with these guys and I was like, they're perfectly nice dude, like nice guy, just not the guy for me. And there was like, it was never like that thing that like that spark that would like take it to the second date. Yeah. And like I went on the date with you and I was like, fucking finally finally like this is the guy like Like i called my sister that morning and i the next morning and i was like this is the guy the competition was pretty weak though it was pretty weak (laughs) because there was there was the the creep who would come out of the bars at night and like pee while looking through my window He really liked me. Yeah. So, I mean, I could have been with him, but I chose you. You're so lucky. I'm a winner. (laughs) Yeah. His ring didn't fit your finger, unfortunately. (laughs) It was a cock ring. Yeah. Um, Okay. So so that's how I felt. How did you feel? Were you like, 
Whatever. Just another notch on my belt. Another notch on the on the bedpost or yeah. whatever. Um, no, it was it was obviously it was a really good date. Um, I've always been kind of a serial monogamist in a way. I'm not one that I don't like to date a lot of people, and I I still can't wrap my head around people that can date multiple people at the same time. Like it's not like I not in a judgy way. It's just something that like I could never. Like, my whole dating life, it's always been, like, with the aim or goal of, like, meeting the right person for you. I've never, I've never been, that's always just kind of been my mindset. So, it was really refreshing and nice. And I came out of a, not a super great long-term relationship prior to that. So, um, Same. it just was a very, it just, it just felt, it was the most... Uh, it was the least stressful first date I've ever been on in my life. Like, it just was just kind of this natural flow to it. There was no whatever. So it's, and I think maybe part of it is because I, I don't know, I was a little, we're a little bit older or something like that. And you have like a better assessment or gauge or I just know like I have this built in felt like if there's one little thing, like I know that's not going to click, then I'm going to be done. I'm going to be out because I'm... 18 years old and I know what I want no I'm whatever age I am <laughs> 85 years old I know the things I like and dislike I don't want to waste time like mm-hmm. right. if it's not something I want to pursue I'm not going to do it right. and it just yeah. they show it was, up in a, ma- in a you know, make America great again hat you know shit's not going to work out that didn't exist then I would have been really impressed with it back then because they would have been from the future so maybe <laughs> And you would have been better prepared for 2016. I would have been better prepared, yeah. If they had a hat that said build a wall, it's like, oh, I love Pink Floyd. That's cool. <laughs> Not what we mean. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, was a, it was a very stressless and very easygoing first date. Yeah. Right. Second date, not so much. <laughs> That's not true. He's lying. Um, I don't want to hear necessarily have to hear about like every, but yes. you know, like like how many days after that did you talk or see each other again? Well, I, just, I think we texted the next day, and this is back when you still had flip phones, so texting oh, yeah. was a pain in the ass. Yeah. So we texted like all day, and then we went out the following day after that. Yeah. Oh wow! And then it was just kind of game on after that like yeah. how late wait when was our second date after our first date how many days like we went out on a friday and then we went out on a sunday was that when we saw the bond yeah we saw the quantum of solace <laughs> sexy so, the funny so the, sexy <laughs> like you don't want to go by you don't want to go like date by date but this is kind of funny in a way just because the first date was like totally smooth and easy and then it went so well then I was ner- Then we were nervous for the second date because right, the first like, date oh, went so well. So yeah, it's like, now there's a there standard. Was like, there was a pressure. Like, like yeah. what if what if it doesn't go as well so the second time? So and then we pick the shitty movie. We're at the sushi <laughs> place, <laughs> and then we're gonna go to the Sundance, whatever that theater is. The the Kabuki the theater. Kabuki oh, theater back when it was Sundance. Back when it was like the it Sundance was a good theater. theater back Quantum yeah. Assault. Yeah. So, but it was like. And it was it was just so obvious, like during that second date, though, like that we were both nervous. We were both nervous. You were nervous. We ended up seeing a bad Bond film. <laughs> so it was just, it was a weird. It was like it was kind of funny. Like had the second date been the first date, it would have been weird. But yeah, it was pretty. Uh, right. It was funny the transition. Yes, I do remember that at the end of the second date, 
I can't. You dropped me off because David drove because he didn't live in the city and you just drove, right? So he drove. And you dropped me off. And then I went into the apartment and I immediately like put the leash on my dog. I had this dog, Homer, a wiener dog. And I walked him right back out and you were still there like getting ready to leave. And I think you thought I was bringing the dog out to like say hi to you or something. And yeah. I was like, no, dude, date's <laughs> over. I'm just walking the dog. Just it's unrelated. Just walking my wiener. <laughs> Homer was very cute. It was the first time we met. Homer and I made eyes at each other. You did. Homer Homer had a crush on you. Yeah. It's very sweet. He was very sweet. But it wasn't long after that that like we were just kind of always together. That was Sonia Mansfield and David Tracy. Join us Thursday to hear the story of Sonia and David getting married, having a kid, and deciding to raise their son in San Francisco. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on everything we do. All 60 of our past episodes are up on our website, storiedsf.com. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Send comments, suggestions, or whatever's on your mind to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.